I might believe something or might think one way in one moment, but as soon as I talk to somebody else, you know, they might say something that makes me completely change how I viewed the subject before that. I'm never going into anything with these concrete beliefs about, sure. like, no, it has to be this, 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 and this. Like, I, if as soon as I start feeling that way, that's when I realize, like, oh, shit, like, everything's not always black and white. Like, I need to be able to sure. let yeah. other thoughts in. And those other thoughts may not be correct, but I still need to at least entertain them and bring them into the situation as opposed to just completely canceling it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I really had to come to terms and un- to just to understand, like, what is my central operating principle when it comes to how I rate and relate with people that I meet out in the world. Mm. And for me, it's it really comes down to um, my governing principle is like where on the spectrum that you land when it comes to collecting uh, perspectives, right? Like other perspectives, yes, right? Like whether that's in a book or a podcast or a YouTube video, or it's a conversation that you have with somebody, you know, like, or it's going to a different country and traveling, yep. you know what I'm saying, experiencing other countries. Like, all of those are different perspectives. And the, the reason why I think that's really powerful is because they're also perspectives that you gain and gather by being in that situation, but not necessarily, um, not necessarily by going and grabbing it right like Mm -hmm. it's something that's done to you almost right like when you're walking around Prague or when you're walking around california or new mexico or you know wherever vancouver you're walking around you're the stranger everything's happening to you everything else around you is like fuck you we do this every day yep you're a tourist yep you know what i'm saying so like you get to be impressed upon by us and that's why it's so like revolutionary and when you put yourself in uncomfortable situations and places you know whether that be spiritually physically emotionally or like geographically like when you put yourself in uncomfortable situations you're going to gain perspective and all of those won't be good exactly you're going to have you're going to be confronted with some really bad perspectives we're so happy that you downloaded Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing and shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy, and it is motherfucking show number 253. You already motherfucking know what it is. We out in this bitch, crossed over that 250 mark, making my way to 300 real motherfucking fast, if you didn't know. Shout out, out to you, bro. That's hey, a big number. That's a big number. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, dog. We out in these mean streets of Orlando on a beautiful kind of windy windy monday surprisingly out of fucking nowhere don't know where that shit came from but you know it is what it is i'm sipping about on about three fingers of scotch right now on a monday night Ron burgundy you already know what it is i would i would have went four fingers but you know 
Uh, I couldn't. Not, <laughs> not today. Not today. It's a Monday night. You know, I got to keep yeah, it easy. You don't want to get too slizzard. Nah, not yet. Not yet, at least. That lovely, mysterious voice you hear across from me. It's the first time in the trap house that this man has entered. And I got to give a shout out to the man. We got rapper Gundam Santana in this bitch. Shout out to Steezy. I appreciate, you know, the hospitality and letting me come up in this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can uh, get even closer to that microphone, too. Got you, got you. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. See? See how beautiful that sounds? I'm starting to get used to the mic etiquette. Yes. Yes, indeed. Please, sir, go ahead and shout out your social medias where people can find your content, your music, all that good shit. Go. On Twitter, it's pretty simple. You know what I'm saying? Just type in at Gundam Santana. Um, we're going to spell it out for the people that don't know. My name is inspired by the anime. So mm-hmm. G-U-N-D-A-M-S-A-N-T-A-N-A. Gundam Santana, same thing on Instagram. Um, my Snapchat is Jewel's Santana, um, but I'm not affiliated with no type of Xanax use. Fair I don't enough. go for that. But um, inspired by Jewel Santana, I the dipset rapper. No. I don't go for that. And um, that's pretty much where you could go and find all my shit. Same thing on SoundCloud, Gundam Santana. Just check out that new single I dropped, Two Tone. And... That's pretty much it. Yes, yes, indeed. You can download the show, Google Podcasts. Excuse me. Why do I always say that? Google Play, (laughs) Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, off our website, those beautiful places. You can cop the show for free, as always, forever free for your bitch ass. You can find us on social media. Excuse me. Twitter, at Steezy Trap House. Instagram, at STH Show. Like our Facebook page. Join the Facebook group. All that good shit. You can support the show using our Amazon link on our website. Look at any of our podcast posts. You can find the Amazon link there. Anytime you use it to buy some shit on Amazon, they kick us some money back from your purchase, and it doesn't cost you a goddamn thing extra whatsoever. Pretty fucking win-win if I say so myself. It's free dope. It's free saying. dope for the people. You're giving back. And it doesn't cost you shit extra to do it. You just got to use the fucking link. So go on, go on ahead. Click that link, bookmark it in your fucking browser, so then you just click that every time you go to Amazon, instead of typing the A in your little search bar, makes you a little less, little less, uh, you know, little one less step to take before you got to get to Amazon. Just click that bitch. Fact. Send Do me it some, now. Send me some money. Yes. Use our represent <laughs> site if you want to buy a t-shirt. Uh, I think it's represent.com slash store slash STH show. Excuse me again. The uh, whiskey is hitting already. And, <laughs> yeah, and last <laughs> but not least, you can email the show, Steezy's Trap House, at gmail.com. If you have any questions for us, if you'd like to record a voice memo on your phone and email that over, I can play it on the show, and then I can make fun of you quickly right after. <laughs> and I'm still waiting, still waiting for somebody to send some shots at me. I'm waiting for these messages. I want y'all to talk shit on me. That's really all I you want. You inviting to smoke? That's how you y- feel? Yes, son. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You I want somebody to talk spicy? I want to be put down in front of my guests. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to build up my guests the whole episode and be like, yo, like this dude, he's, he's professional. He knows what he's doing. He's killing it. Then at the end, I play this message where somebody just fucking rips me apart. And then I, I just... I want them to be able to rip me apart so I don't have shit to say back. You ain't got no ops. I know. Apparently apparently not, man. Apparently not. Free all the ops. Ops, where the fuck y'all at? Come on. Yeah, get at me. Freedom. Get at me. Get in my fucking inbox and light me up, son. Yeah. I want all the fucking smoke. Bring it. All of it. Pussy niggas. Anyways. <laughs> 
And yeah, oh yeah. Also, free stickers. If you want any free stickers, you can hit me up for that shit. Send me a DM, send me an email, whatever. I will send you one free sticker if you give me your address. Simple as that. Boom. Simple as that. Yes, sir, indeed. My dude, Gundam. What's up, bro? We we got to talk uh, now. I know you briefly mentioned. I have to ask right off the bat. Are you a big anime nerd? Um, yeah. Like I was definitely one of those kids that. I had I started off man having to put the mangas underneath the textbooks and shit because I didn't want people to really know uh, that yes. I was reading the shit, but I definitely used to check it all out at the public library. I used to read that shit on the regular. What manga were you reading? Yo, I, the shit that really first put me on as far as manga wise was I was reading the Reunion Kenshin series because mm. that's all that that library really had continuously. Because you know you'll go to a library and. You read the first joint and then you can't find the second, third, yep. fourth, the fifth. You gotta skip all the way to the sixth. Yep. They always had autumn shits in stock, so that's what's up. Yeah. That's crazy you said that because Roni Kenshin was the first anime I ever watched, really. Damn, that's lit, bruh. Yeah. He was man. watching that good shit. Yeah, <laughs> man. I went back and read the manga afterwards too. But that shit was fire. Shit just puts you in a different space, bruh. Like if you really appreciate it, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah, facts. On my inside, I swear, I am a fucking samurai. Oh, yeah, me I, too. I am a manslayer <laughs> out in this bitch. Yeah, for real. With you the reverse know. blade? You already know reverse blade sword, baby. Oh, God. You already know. So how does the... Honestly, don't don't get too offended, but I never really got into Gundam. So how does how does Gundam work into your into your life here? I'm going to keep it all the way clean. I ain't never been no Gundam stand. Okay, like, word, word, word. A lot of the times of trying to find a rap name, I was going through like very awkward stages with that shit. Like I just kept coming up with horrible names. So <laughs> I was like trying to piece together two different things that describe me as a person. So I was like, all right, I'm Spanish. I rap. I'm inspired by Joel Santana. So I took the Santana out. Feel that? That's like pretty much Spanish like culture right there. Santana. Yep. Facts. So... Then I went and I started looking at different animes and Gundam Santana just happened to like piece together like pretty dope. It's got a nice ring to it. It got yeah. a nice ring and I ain't never heard nobody really like have nothing like that in their name. So I was like, you know what? Like I'm I'm familiar enough with the anime to where like I could use it because I watched it. I had the action figures and shit. For like, sure. Everything about a Gundam is cool as fuck. Like it's a big ass machine and them For niggas sure. be fading and shit. For sure, yo. So... I need me a big motherfucking Gundam. Yeah, in right. In my garage to just take out whenever I want Hop to. Hop in that shit and just go ham. Yep. It's like, not. I'm not even going to go shoot shit. I'm going to just go take it down to the bar one day. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> just say, you know, I'm going to go ride my Gundam at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Bag bitches and shit. Downtown. And that shit. Yeah, exactly. Let Yo, them hop in a passenger. Rick, exactly. Yeah, that wait, shit. Wait, hold on. Do Gundams have a passenger seat, though? I, I mean, I assume they got a big enough cockpit. It always looked like. I don't know. That's a good question. That's what I'm saying. Because I feel like any other time, like, there was only one person in there. But I don't know. Because, I, like I said, I didn't watch it that much. She could lap up. Fuck it. If I, if I pull Facts. up. If I pull up <laughs> in the Gundam, Shorty could lap up. I feel like I feel like even if you, if there's not room, and even if you didn't even think about the concept of lapping up, she immediately, if she you pull up in the Gundam, yeah, she, she's going to be like, oh, it don't matter. It what don't matter. What say? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fresh fly nigga pulling up. In the motherfucking Gundam. Who you know? Exactly. <laughs> Who you know? Who you know? That's what I'm saying. It's like, fuck a Hummer. Fuck a Wraith. Fuck all that shit. Got the fucking Gundam, my nigga. You already know what it is. So where you born originally, man? I'm originally born born and raised uh, here. Like Word. 
uh, I forgot which hospital, but one of the two local hospitals that are in Orlando. Word. And I live my whole life here, but I got family from up north in Hartford, Connecticut. Shout out to A60. And you, you know uh, you're Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, I'm 100% Puerto Rican. Hey, you already know what it is. Shout out to all my Puerto Ricans out there. Puerto Rican gang in this bitch. Hell yeah. It's a, it's a full, full-blooded full Puerto Rican house That's right now. That's the effect, you know what I'm saying? My yeah. man's... Yeah. He not he he like twenty five percent Mexican, but he is here representing the Mexicans and the blacks. Yeah, he's a delegate. Know. So shout out my man Jamal. Exactly, we're all human beings at the end of the day. Exactly, yeah. that's all what it is. But you know, exactly, it's body quiet in this bit. Come body on, body listen, body let let be real. You know, you know, rice and beans squad. You feel yes. me? Yes, but I was I said that because. I, I didn't realize until I started going to Connecticut like seven or eight years ago. I didn't realize that there were so many fucking Puerto Ricanos in Connecticut. Yeah, they deep out there. Everywhere, bro. Like, it's like Puerto Ricans and Jamaicans everywhere, too. I didn't realize any of that shit. Yeah, it's mad Jamaicans. I hit this spot when I was out there, when I last went out there. I was with my um, my cousin Chuck. Some spot called Dun Rivers. That shit was fire, bro. That shit was fire. That shit was in Connecticut. But shout out all the Jamaicans out there. You feel me? Real shit. I cried when they killed dude's little brother and shot us. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh. It was it wasn't Mad Max. It wasn't Biggs. Oh. What was bro's other name? What was Biggs' homeboy's oh, fuck, name? I can't remember right now. The whiskey's already hitting. But y'all know what I'm talking about. If y'all know, seen Shotters, bro, I definitely know. Damn, I might have to watch Shotters again, bro. It's been a it minute. Wild, bro. Shotters is wild. Mad Max killed like eighty something <laughs> niggas. That shit'll pull on your heartstrings, bro. Exactly. It really will. Just like if if you ain't cry when Scarface had to kill Manolo, you not a real nigga, bro. When Scarface <laughs> killed Manolo, if you didn't shed a tear, don't talk to me about nothing. Real shit. Real shit. Yo, you want to know another one too? A little more recent one that's uh that's like that. Yeah, what? Snow on the Bluff. Oh, bro, when that. his baby mama got shot. Ooh, oh my man. god, bro! They did my nigga Curtis Snow dirty as fuck. So dirty, bro. And that ass man, niggas, bro. And that man just laying on the bed, just fucking crying. just crying and staring at the wall, yo. Boy, like, legit. oh my god, dude. Cinematic masterpiece. That's how it be. That's how it be, man. That shit is crazy to think about. It's, yeah, shout out Curtis Snow for, you know what I'm saying, letting everybody see his environment. Because, you know, a lot of people misjudge people in those scenarios, but you don't know until you're there. Yep, real shit. Yeah, until, real you, shit. until you're in them shoes, you can't really speak on anybody else's situation. Most definitely. So shout out to all the uh, shout out to all the Boricuas in Connecticut. Shout out all my Puerto Ricans, you know what I'm saying? We out here. Yeah, yeah. Better knee. Yeah, yeah. Rice and beans, you feel me, eating yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pasteles, bacalaito, alcapurria. All of that. Big acapurias, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> on the game. Two in, two in each hand, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Two in, two in each hand, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're feeling frisky, you might have a Modelo or something in the cut. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Who knows, you know what I'm saying? You know, you may even have that medalla, but you or, know. Or, or you might have a whiskey. <laughs> Like my man Steezy. That's true. That's true. You know what I don't fuck with anymore, though? Even though I still love it to this day, but I can't fuck with it because my body doesn't fuck with it. It's Coquito. Coquito? That shit ends me, bro. It ends me. What's going on, mate? Pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ends me now. Damn, bro. You can't fuck with the Coquito? It's the dairy, man. The dairy fucking kills me. You lactose intolerant? Yeah, a little bit. I feel your pain, dog. If I drink Coquito, which... You know, I still make the mistake, and I do. 
is going to be like a day, a day and a half of me paying for it afterwards. The BGs, Chopper yeah, City, you, know. you feel me? <laughs> the, bu- <laughs> the bubble guts, Chopper City. <laughs> oh, you already fucking know, bro. Anyways, anyways, enough of my uh, my bowel movements and shit. Yo, so <laughs> how's your uh, how's your Orlando upbringing, my dude? Man, that shit was um pretty typical like minority lifestyle, you feel me? Mm. Single parent coming up. Side of town were you on? On the east side. Word. Um like Cimarron kind of area or Nah, around like the Dean area. Gotcha. And like Bonnieville. Oh, word, word, word. Yeah, yeah, Lake yeah. Pickett, you know what I'm saying? Yep, like, yep. Yeah, I was just I was all around though cuz I always had family everywhere. So I got to experience like all sides of Orlando, but it's typical upbringing, single mom, you got you got to do what you got to do. But I was just chilling. I always been like a rap nigga, like the rap nigga. Mm. Everybody always knew me like Oh, he the nigga that make music, so. Oh, word, word. Yeah, I kind of just stuck to that. So what type of uh, what type of music was your mom playing in the crib then growing up? Yo, honestly, like, the first shit that I really remember hearing that, like, broke me onto hip-hop was, like, it's dark and hell is hot. Oh, shit. Because, like, my pops was a big Rough Riders fan, so, like, he was always listening to Kiss, Styles P, um, Sheik Looch. Yep. He was listening to... Yep. Uh, Dragon. He was listening mm. to everybody affiliated with that Rough Riders movement. So that's pretty much what I started to listen to. My mom is a big Eminem fan. Word. And all my uncles, they came up during like that golden era. So I, I got to listen to Enter the 36 Chambers when I was, when most kids was listening to like New Boys and Tiger. Yeah. Yep. I was listening to that shit. So. Damn, that's ill. Yeah, I, Big L, you know what I'm saying? Damn, Cannabis. Damn, sound like you had a serious hip-hop upbringing, bro. Hell yeah, man. And then, of course, you know, being like, being the age that I am, being being born in 94, you're going to have your phase where you're like a Wayne fan. So I went through the Lil Wayne shit. Oh, of course. I mean, yo, like, especially being from the South, too. Yeah, he's a GOAT. You can't. There was a period where I talk about this shit on the show all the time. There's a period where that nigga was unfucking touchable. Yeah, he was shitting on everybody's beats. Everybody. But nobody gives Joel Santana and, and Dipset enough credit for how they influenced his swag. Cause you could see the change from went before when he started chilling with them and then after when he started rocking the BBs. Yep. And he was wearing like the tight fit polo tees but the big yep. ass jeans. Yep. Hey, listen. Because all before that, he was just on that straight hot boy shit. He was on that hot boy just shit. Just straight tall tees, you know, band, long. Band around the neck. Yeah, long jean shorts, you know, that that whole vibe for sure. Hell yeah. So I had that phase. I had the Swish Outs phase. I got every type of hip hop like in. But when I was younger, it was just mostly the classics. Damn, that's ill, yeah, bro. that's ill as fuck. Yeah. I ain't really listening to too much Spanish music. No. Nah. I feel that. So no salsa, no merengue for you? Nah, yo, all the Boricuas on this podcast about to be mad, but I don't speak <laughs> no. no Spanish. Oh, damn. None. Like, I just hey, ain't had it like that. Hey, don't even don't even front on that shit, because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of there with you. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day... I understand Spanish, actually. Don't, don't get it twisted, people at home. I understand. I just am terrible at responding. <laughs> I, will, I will look like a dumbass when you... When you talk to me, I'll know what the fuck you're saying, but I'm going to look real stupid trying to talk back to you. I'm I, I'm not going to understand at all. So nobody, if you see me out, Damn, don't speak son. to me in Spanish. Like, I'm not. Unless, like, if you a girl, I could use context clues if you flirting. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Y'all niggas better get this nigga on Rosetta Stone. Goddamn, son. Yeah. 
My man Flacco gonna have to teach me Spanish or something. I don't really know it like that. Real shit, real shit. I feel you there though, man. Cause I mean, it's, I still get that shit all the time. Yeah, man. Still get that shit all the time. People be mad as fuck when you don't speak Spanish and you a Puerto Rican. Like it's like blasphemous. I'm telling you right now though, bro. You better get some salsa and merengue in your life, man. I ain't, like, never, I ain't never been a dancing type. Yo, you got never in my life. I'm telling you right now, these honeys out here. They like a nigga with hips that can move. I, I ain't never been like. Look, I'm over. I'm over two fifty. I ain't that really don't mean a nigga can't move his hips. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I just she could dance on me, but yeah, I ain't yeah. the dancing type. I ain't Fair the dancing enough. type. Fair enough. I feel that. But maybe a chick could come into my life and change that. I'm just saying, you know. I'm just saying. Facts. You get some salsa going on, you know. You throw a little, throw a little flourish in there. <laughs> yeah, hip flourish. Yeah, man, honey's be wild then, son. Because I tell you right now, if you fuck with a girl that can dance salsa and you go out to a club with her, she only wants to dance salsa. And if you don't dance with her, she's going to go dance with another nigga. What? But you don't be getting tired? What if you catch a cramp? That's you drinking alcohol all day, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? What if you catch a Charlie horse? See, that's why you got to get a good foundation. You got to get a good amount of water in you Facts. before you go out. You got to stretch. See, I've been exactly, yes, you got to <laughs> stretch. You, you got to do all that Make shit. Make sure the blood is flowing. Yes. See, I've been getting fucked up and going out dancing for 14, 15 years now. So it's a it's a whole oh, so yeah, it's a routine. You yeah. already used to it. Exactly. It's like a muscle at this point, you know? Yeah, it's your muscle. muscle memory for exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, people's at home, I guarantee you, I'm gonna have a video very soon of this man dancing salsa. It's gonna be on my story. Facts. Some point. I don't know when. I don't know when, but I'm gonna get this man to dance some salsa for you and I'm gonna get that video. One day. Get at me. His homie over here is laughing like this shit is never going to happen. Because he knows. Because I ain't never been the type. I ain't never been the type. Uh, I feel that shit. So growing up listening to all this dope ass hip hop, then it's obvious that you're getting a strong lyrical background and all this shit. Because literally growing up in in the thick of all that golden era shit and then going into like that grimy ass New York shit with DMX and all these other dudes, and Dipset, you know? Yeah. So when did you start, like, writing yourself then in that case? Probably around the time I was, like, ninth, ninth, no, no, 10th grade. Well, I've always, I, I could say I've always been, like, jotting lines down, but I didn't try to write my first full verse until the 10th grade. Mm. You know, it was a scenario, basic shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, What were you writing down before that, then? Like. Little poems, maybe? Yeah, like little poems and shit, like just like little notes. I was trying it, but I didn't sit down and fully give myself like like the time to just try to write some shit. Like yeah. I might write like a little four bars or like I was freestyling before then, but I never tried to write over no beat until I was about like in the tenth grade. I gotcha. When did you start freestyling though? Like as a like as a jit. My pops and shit, he used to on some wild shit, my pops was a big ass nigga, so he used to do security. He used to do security for smiles and South Star. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, like, it's pictures of me in the studio and I'm a jit. And, like, I, I've been freestyling Damn. since then because that's what they used to do. Like, everybody used to just freestyle. You know, if you come from a minority family, you know, and when you at the gatherings and shit and it's blunt smoke and, and niggas is sipping E&J, yep. niggas is rapping. Soon as the instrumental come on. That's very true. So. Very true. As a J, I just wanted to hang out with all of them, so. You know, I'll tell you this, talking about your first studio experiences as a little <laughs> little baby. I've never had a studio experience still. Hey, bruh, what you, you can come to the studio with me. 
Next time I book some I, shit, pull up. I've had so many people tell me this, and I just don't know where I am every time niggas go to the studio. I'm like, I'm sleeping somewhere. Do they be hitting you up, or do they just be ball capping, talking about you could pull up, and then when they there, they don't probably, hit you up? It's probably one of the, it's probably more the second. Yeah, see, I, I'm going to hit you up for real next time I'm in the studio. Hey, let me know, because I don't, I don't do shit. I literally smoke weed in my house until I fall asleep. That's it. You can smoke weed in the studio, you know what I'm and saying? And fall asleep there, yeah. And fall asleep. It'd be comfortable couches. It'd be lit. That's what I'm saying. Cause I see, I feel like every studio session I see on all my homies' stories, these niggas are in there till like five in the morning or some shit. Always. I'll be, I'll be feeling bad as fuck for the homies that just be there that don't rap and shit. Like they be hungry as fuck. <laughs> they be thirsty. Niggas just like they just be there to support their homies and shit. They should shit. be able to know what they're getting into and bring a snack though. Hell yeah! If if a nigga tell you we just gonna be in the studio and he don't give you no time to the session in. You're going to be there all night. Yup. Nigga, bring some granola bars or yeah. some shit. Something with a lot of energy. Some water and Red Bulls. Yeah, water and Red Bulls. Real shit. Trail mix. So uh, what was your first, do you remember the first rap you wrote then? The first real rap you wrote? Yeah, man. It was because some kid in my math class had started rapping. And like, I guess it was some pretty ass girl that niggas was trying to impress. So he spit his shit and that shit was butt. So I was like, bro, I was like, bro, look, I was like, I could write some shit way harder than that. That nigga challenged me and I wrote my shit, came back. My shit was trash too, but it was less trash than his. So Wait, so at that point it wasn't even about the girl? You were just like, nah, your shit was weak as fuck. Nah, could- yeah, yeah. Like at first it was about the girl, but then like after it just became like, I'm like, man, like the competitive spirit. I'm like, this nigga not finna, like he can't fuck with me when it comes to this shit. Feel that, feel that. And this was when like battle rap was a thing. So niggas was like fiending to just spit they 16s and be heard and shit. And that's just how it happened over a female. Damn son. That's how majority of shit happens. I know, I was gonna say, that's usually how shit gets sparked off. Hell yeah. Fucking females out here. They be wicked, but I love y'all at the same time. You know who you be. Yeah, I, res- I respect all women too. Making shit difficult as hell for us, and yeah, but we, you know, what also I'm the best for us at the same time. At the same time, shout out to all of y'all. Gotta love that shit. Big, the big girls too. Shout out to the big girls. I'm not a big like I'm not into that, but shout out to them. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, you know, a couple of people's in the big girls, but I ain't gonna point. Cause <laughs> I'm playing. Oh shit! Hey, I fuck with them too. I'm not gonna lie. Now sometimes you know what I'm saying when you be cold. They be doing justice. Hell yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I'm a skinny ass nigga. You know, I need I need some. Uh, so you can squeeze right in between yes, the situation. Yes. You already I know. Feel you. Yeah. That's like a blanket I can wrap myself up in and get cozy. in. You know what I'm saying? Fact, I'm not really getting with no big girl if the bed ain't over a queen size. <laughs> like I'm not finna just shack up with a big girl in a twin size bed. That's so you I got know the, what I'm saying? That's why I got the king in there, bro. You, got, a, the, you got the big bed for the big women. Got room to move, son. It's nigga. a whole lot of... Yo, shout out to all the big girls for real. I be doing crazy shit, bro. I be doing DDTs, pile drivers, they all that shit. When you wrestle with them and shit. Yes, yes. yes. You got to hit a swanton bomb <laughs> or a moon splash. Some wild shit. Oh, shit. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I have definitely done the Chris Benoit flying headbutt off the turnbuckle before. Uh, you're tripping. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chris Benoit. Real shit. Oh, Re- God. Real shit. That, that, that makes me think about this West Side Gun shit, too, because... Uh, you're one of the only niggas in Orlando that I came across randomly that knows about this Griselda shit. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I just randomly came across a tweet one day of yours. You were tweeting out some Benny the Butcher lyrics, and I was like, what the fuck? This nigga knows about Benny? <laughs> the yeah. fuck? It just gives you, like, they just bringing that feeling back, like drug rap. You yes. Know? It's like the first time I heard Only Built Cuban for Cuban Links, that's the vibe I got when I listened to the Griselda movie. Yes. Because they be rapping. Their merch game is crazy. You'll appreciate this, too, because when I was at Three Points last week in Miami, Ghost and Ray performed Only Built for Cuban Links live. Bruh, that, that is my favorite album. Real shit. Yo, like, oh, okay, see, this is what I'll say about this specifically. Out of all the Woo albums, Liquid Swords is probably my favorite just because I'm a huge Jizza stan. Yeah. I, I love the shit out of Jizza. But in reality, I know the best Woo album is only built for Cuban Links. Top to bottom. Hands down. Flawless production. And Flawless. then just the whole concept. The skits. Bread of skits. Everything, everything. The artwork. That is literally like the peak of a rap album. From top to bottom. It's a fucking masterpiece. It is. Know? 10 out of 10. I don't skip any tracks. No. You don't need to. Anytime. Like. Shout out to the Wu, man. They definitely inspired a lot of the shit that I did. I went through a phase where it was just Wu-Tang. Like, I went and got the Shaolin-style video game for PS1. I had mm. posters up in my room. Mm. I really, like, I went and bought the books where they teach you how to speak in the Wu-Tang slang and shit. Like, yep. they definitely, to me, like, I don't know. I don't really feel like, I feel like, I like, they compliment what the fuck I got going on just because they used to incorporate the kung fu into hip-hop music. Definitely. So, you know. And the thing that I think about, too, when it comes to Wu, a lot of people forget about how fashion-forward that they were and yeah. how how they set the bar for so many other hip-hop niggas in the game. Because if it wasn't for Wu wear, you wouldn't have Rock Aware. You wouldn't have Apple Bottoms. You wouldn't have any of that shit. Nah, you're absolutely right. They you wouldn't have the all the Griselda people. merch either. Nah, you wouldn't. And and they, and they took it on a worldwide level. Like, they was everywhere with it. So they really definitely set the blueprint and the guideline. They had nine different members signed separately. To all to different, different labels. labels. And Real then shit. They were signed as a group. So they definitely set the blueprint for artists. Like, a lot of people should follow up with what they was doing. Exactly. You ever see those uh those Wu Tang Killer B dunks, the dunk highs? Yeah, I seen those dunk highs. <laughs> Man, I seen those dunk highs. I've owned hundreds of Wu Tang shirts. You know what I'm saying? But you be usually getting them. They they be like, you be getting them out of like 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 Hot Topic something like yep. that. It only last <laughs> one yep. wash. It's not you the, gotta throw yeah. that shit away. Not the official shit. Yeah. Not the official shit. Yup. I'm saying. If somebody out there listening has got a bead on those fucking killer bead dunk highs, get at your boy, size 13. I need a pair. Let me fucking know. I need those dunks. And he dead ass. I'm being dead fucking serious. And don't hit me with no rate prices. I'm telling you right now. I know. Take care of Steezy. I'm saying, man. I'm saying. I'm out here doing this for the culture, y'all. Let me flex. The Come on. The hip-hop community. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, so that yeah, so bring me back to the whole Griselda thing. Yeah, when I saw you, when I saw you tweeting about that, about Benny and shit, I was like, oh, this nigga, because I'd already heard some music and I knew you could spit, I knew you had bars, yeah. but then when I heard you were tweeting about that, I was like, ah, so this nigga does really like, he Pay knows attention. about hip hop, yes, yeah, most I, definitely. I was blessed, but Benny, man, that hey, listen, that's Hannah to talk three. <laughs> that's up there for like Son. best album of the year. Hell yeah. Just all the jewels on it, man. The 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 track with Royce the Five Nine is was like it separates itself to me 
from Autumn Joints. That and 97 Hove. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> Crack. I like when uh, I love when Royce comes in on that track right at the start. Yeah, yeah. man. Royce got su- like such an unorthodox style. It's like crazy how he just be flowing. Yep. Like, I, I don't know. I really don't know how to explain it, man. I love that line where he says, like, he's like, I might just have to say fuck it and hold her hand. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, like, oh, some shit. Like, ever shit. since she got that new ass fam, she'd have been the last airbender. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? This nigga Royce be snapping. Oh, man. I love, like, but that's the thing. Like, Royce knows, like, Royce knows what the Griselda dudes are trying to accomplish, too. He does. He be bigging them up, man. And yep. they sign a shady. They just in a really good situation for like what they doing, man. And I hope that shows more people that they can actually rap. Most they don't definitely. have to really focus on like clout or any of that. Real shit, man. Cause yeah, it's like cause that shit is annoying. Yes, it fucking is. How do you feel about that shit nowadays? Cause it's like it seems like that takes over more than anything else, I feel like. Over skill. I mean, it's like I'm not like I'm not talking shit on anybody. I'm not hating or whatever. It is what it is. If you're yeah. making your money, you do whatever the fuck you need to do to make your money. It is what it is. But yeah. we also come from a time period where if you came out and tried to be involved in hip hop culture and you were whack as fuck, that shit wasn't gonna fly. Yeah, people ever. would definitely they would exile you like on some Lion King shit. Hell, motherfucking yes. Yeah, I feel like with clout, like. I'm gonna be real, man. If if you over a certain age and you out here doing shit for clout, you gonna you have to seek help because attention really isn't that serious. If you really are passionate about the music and you take pride in what you put out, your catalog is gonna speak for itself. So you shouldn't be out here fiending for attention and just doing dumb shit so people could like like some shit or people could view some shit like the, the trend of people doing fake mug shots. It's real niggas out here facing time, you feel me? And people are faking mugshots for likes. That's a new trend? That's like a new trend, bro. People are taking fake mugshots the fuck? and posting it for like for like pity likes and shit. Nigga, if I could go back and get rid of all three of the mugshots I have, I would. I'm not trying to make a fucking fake one. It's not that I I just don't understand. That shit it. is lame as fuck, bro. But it's like I like to I like to meet all these niggas who make a a fake mugshot and just tell them like, oh, you want to go to jail for yeah, real? Yeah, yeah, actually. Because it's not fun. It's, it, I, I feel like, man, it, I chalk that shit up just like how it is basketball, bro. Like, if a nigga really ain't good at scoring, if he can't put the ball in the hoop, he going to do a bunch of other shit and to distract you from the fact that he can't put the ball in the hoop. Mm. That's how the same shit with rap is. Like, if a nigga can't rap, he going to do all this other shit to try to get you to fuck with him because he can't rap. That's a good point. So... All that clout shit just needs to die out, bro, because niggas is really doing shit for their attention. It don't make no sense. I feel that. If you out here posting guns and drugs on social media for attention, you're weird. You know what I'm saying? It's real Facts. niggas doing that shit. Niggas that are really dying. Niggas really going to jail. One of the niggas that this shit rubbed me the wrong way, because I, I grew up skating and shit. I don't know if you know Lil Nar. Yeah. Oh he was the one that posted. God. He posted a fake mug shot. Did it? Oh. Yeah, God. mad that's niggas a, was mad at him. That's amazing that I, I I didn't even know that that was him that posted a fake mugshot. And, 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 and like, what's ironic is he don't even got to do that, man. He's he to me, he what he does is dope. You know what I'm saying? He got a dope brand. Mm. He's a good skater. A lot of people fuck with him. 
He's like one of the one of the youth leaders he's of the underground. Skating. He's all right. Yeah, he, other underground. I, I know movement. better rappers that are skaters, like, or better, yeah, but rappers that are better skaters. Shout out to my man Reese Lafleur. Shout out Reese Lafleur. I was just about to say that, bro. We know Shit. about Reese Lafleur over here, bro. Yeah, jumping off the roof. Yes, you know son. what I'm saying. Fight Club with yep. Fat Man Key and Trash yep. Talk. Yep. We know he. To me, he the best rapper that's a skater. Oh, hands down. Hands, hands down. down. And For Rich sure. the Kid is surprisingly good. I would have never thought that Rich the Kid could skate. Hobson's pretty good, too, actually. Shout out Hobson, too, man. Yeah, most definitely. But the thing that bugged me about Lil Nar was when he posted those videos of him doing a board slide on a rail with a fucking, like, semi-auto in his hand at the same time. <laughs> like, shooting yeah. it off. I was like, bro, like, is that really fucking necessary, hey, honestly? Man. And then these be the first people that if they get locked up, they telling on everybody, man. Yeah. They telling on everybody. And it's not, it's just, it's just weird, bro. Like I said, bro, we're going to set the age at this. If you over 18 and you doing shit for clout, seek help. Attention is not that serious. It's like this whole, it's, that's the whole weird ass thing with this whole social media age though, man. It's got, it's got all these new kids coming out just like fucked up in the head because yeah. that's all they know right off the bat is this social media shit. And, and those niggas be here for like a month so and then they disappear. They literally come out the womb and they're like, oh shit, well this is life. Like life is me being online and having to try to gain attention from other people and get likes yeah. and follows and shit like that. The relevant people. Exactly. Like. When, when I grew up, it was like, oh I'm going to go outside and fucking play basketball or some shit like that. You yeah, know, I'm connect that was with it. people in real life yes. not over the internet, man. It's just like all these kids, you like, don't, you shouldn't have to fake a funk to like, to be cool, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I miss when that shit was like, honestly, when groups was divided, you know what I'm saying? Where it was like the Evo kids over there. Yep. It was the kids that was in the rock music over there. The kids yep. that was basketball players over there, the rap kids. Like now you got all these people mixing up and like you got emo gangbangers and like a soundcloud rappers Something and shit i never thought i'd see yeah like <laughs> kids be painting their nails but at the same time they be blood yeah real shit i don't get it i don't understand that like real I, shit. I, i'll be it's kind of weird because i grew up like kind of that person that was like bridging all those gaps but yeah. i mean there wasn't like you said there wasn't anything like that like yeah. i was i was literally the only nigga that skated wore like 3x clothes all that shit in high school but i was going to like death metal shows and hardcore shows and shit like that yeah but if with that's all the, you all the emo hardcore kids you know yeah but if, if that's how if that's how you are as a person and nobody can knock you but if you faking shit to get attention like the kids exactly faking yeah in a depressed wave yes that's not cool because i was in a mad different shit like i was in the i was bumping the gorillas and all that shit and hell I'm a huge, yes black sabbath fan so i could understand true, that true. i give you respect <laughs> on that son ozzy I, osbourne i love the shit out of sabbath the king man of metal bro really he really fucking is ain't nobody got a distinct voice like that nah man nah man and yeah. and like when and when he left sabbath they went downhill after that bro yeah, I, ozzy was that magic glue that brought them together ozzy wasn't ozzy wasn't on the planet caravan song was he i don't know i don't think so yeah, I mean, I, I fuck with that track just because, like, the instruments on it and, how like, the layout of the song. But, yeah, after he was gone, man, because he just got his his voice. That's what it is. Yeah, I know, man. It's so iconic. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it was Ozzy and a lot of those people that got me into that metal shit, you know? So, like, a lot of a lot of times in high school, I was literally going to metal shows, and uh, I'd be in my homie's Suburban. No, he, he, drove a, he drove an Expedition. He had two 12s in the back. And we'd bump down Jeezy in the parking lot, smoking yeah. blunts, 
And as soon as the show started, we go into the fucking show and we just get in the mosh pit and tear shit up. Like <laughs> that was our that was our weekly routine, man. Like turning up. Yeah, bump Jeezy, smoke blunts, and like with two twelves banging, and then go listen to fucking death metal and get in the mosh pit. Shout out to Jeezy. I I know for a fact his first album made a couple people crazy amounts of money. That was like the blueprint to selling crack. How well? Yeah, Jeezy's definitely. first album. Definitely. So shout out to Jeezy for influ- influencing the culture. I was gonna say, who are we talking? Oh, then oh, oh, we're just the streets in general. Yeah, just the streets. <laughs> we'll just say just the streets. But look, if you didn't get suspended for wearing a stop snitching shirt or a snowman shirt, use a bitch, buddy. Look, niggas got ISS for that shit back in the day. Real like if you had a snowman shirt, they'll pull you out of class, try to tell you to turn it inside out. Nah, fuck that. Real shit. You know shit. what I'm saying? Like, Real shit. Shout out to Jeezy. Real shit. I, yo, that shit is iconic as fuck, too. It was iconic. Bro, his shit was on the news. Like, mm-hmm. And it was just a snowman. I got to ask you, are you a, are you bigger on Jeezy or are you bigger on Gucci? Damn, man. I'm I'm bigger on Gucci. Ah, Fair enough. Gucci fair ur- enough. Gucci is an urban legend, bro. Like, I'm that, a Jeezy dude myself. I appreciate what they both did. I think Jeezy so puts out better albums. But when you're talking about a hip hop figure, Gucci take that. Like he, I feel that, bro. He's iconic. He was the bad guy in rap for like years. He definitely was. He was a Scarface. He definitely was. I mean, he really only just like kind of became a good guy getting out of jail again. Like yeah, when he when everybody think he a clone and shit now. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's kind of like uh kind of like in wrestling. Like he was a heel this whole time. He and comes he's flipped. He it. comes out of jail <laughs> now. He's an old babyface ass nigga. It's yeah, like, okay. now he just nigga got in shape and he on diets and shit. He, him and his <laughs> wife got matching Rose races. Yo. That shit is crazy though. Gucci was a real fucking villain for Gucci, a long time. Gucci was like rap super villain for real. Gotta love that shit. Gotta love that shit. Besides MF Doom, that's the uh, that's the all time goat villain Doom, hands down. Bro, really made a song about jacking off, and that shit smack <laughs> like that shit goes ham. <laughs> Cookies, that shit goes ham. Oh shit! He's the only nigga that can promise he'll be at so many shows, so many live shows, never show up, and his fans. We'll still fucking buy his music. For real, bro. Like, I heard for a while he was, like, hiring other people to actually do shows for him. Yeah, he had an imposter. <laughs> they had an imposter and a doom mask coming up to shows and, and rapping as him for a long time. For the longest. Yeah. For the longest. That's how doom be, man. Some people got to do that villain shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So getting back to after you write your first shit, because... Uh, as you can tell, you know, we, we like to rant and whatnot here on this podcast. Good conversation, though. Yeah, man. So after you write that first shit and your shit was trash, but less trash than this other nigga's trash bars. Way less trash. <laughs> Way but, less trash. But still trash, though, right? Yeah, still okay, trash. trash. <laughs> fair enough. Fair I was enough. 15. I was just rapping like dumbass shit. I feel that. Don't really know how to what you're talking about. Don't or know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like I feel that. just sitting there saying whatever the fuck. But I take it after that, after you wrote that first shit, that you get the bug from there. Yeah, but after that, like I just got inspired to do this shit. I always was telling people I was gonna be a rapper, but I was like mad scared to tell people like I rapped. Mm. So after that, I just started writing and shit. It took me a while to where I thought that I was actually good. Like, I don't feel like I was actually nice until I was, like, about 17. After that, nah, niggas really not fucking with me. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. So when did you start actually putting out your own shit then? About the time, like, my junior year, I linked up with some kid in high school. He had a home studio. Mm-hmm. We would go over there. 
we would smoke and he would let me record but all those songs are off the internet so you can't find them because them shits was trash too ah i feel that yeah i feel that it was under a different name too and i would never release the information of the name damn so because yeah i was gonna ask i was gonna ask what some of these uh (laughs) previous names were i'll give you a couple i'll give you a couple but not that first one nah (laughs) i i I went by 88 shells i don't know why Uh, okay Um, all right i did my initials emp one time that was horrible yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, not the best. I did kind of have a playoff E and J though. I yeah, guess. E and J. Yeah, I did some shit called Kid Kameda. Some kid came up with it was fucking horrible. Like what the fuck? That is was a around. Kameda? I don't know. That was around like the Kid Cudi phase when everybody was like a Kid Cudi Wiz fan. Okay. So he was like, "Yo, bro, you should make Cloud Rap, and your name should be Kid Kameda." It was horrible, but like I don't know what the fuck a Kameda yo, is. I don't either. Nigga, can somebody in here tell me what a Kameda is? It don't exist. <laughs> it just it just sounded good. Fair enough, man. But my man's right here, actually. My nigga, like, boom. So this nigga went the Mississippi and shit. He dipped off. You know what I'm saying? Nigga got into some trouble with the law. Yep. <laughs> nah, Allegedly. He did it. Nah, he didn't get in trouble with the law. This nigga went for school and shit. Fair enough. But he was listening to my tracks because I was, like, putting them shits out. But I was mad pussy to tell people. Like, I was like... I don't want nobody to know how I rap because they're going to say I suck and shit and I'm going to get discouraged. And this nigga heard my shit one time. I used to like lower the pitch in my voice because I didn't want people to know who the fuck I was. This nigga heard that shit and was like, nigga, if you don't stop with this bullshit, this shit trash. So he called you out? This nigga was like, bro, just rap, nigga. Stop changing your voice. Damn. Stop doing all this extra shit and just rap. And ever since then, shit been going up. But see, that's dope, though, because honestly... You need homies like that that are going to keep it real with you. Fuck yeah, And chin bruh. check you. You can't have fucking yes men all ar- around you all the time. Because then you're going to be pu- putting out bullshit. Yep. And then you're going to be mad when people telling you you putting out bullshit. You're going to try to say they haters. Exactly. When that's not the case. Exactly. And that's how you know who your true niggas are, too. Because the ones exactly. who will really ride for you will tell you what the fuck they're thinking. Whether your shit is whack or tight or not. You know how many niggas I told that they shouldn't rap? Like, and they don't even be on no hating shit. It just be a fact, bro. It's not for everybody. Just like everybody can't be a doctor. It's very true. Everybody can't be a rapper. Everybody can't be a podcaster either. Yup, that's real Get talent. The right fuck there. out my lane, niggas. Tell them, tell them, niggas be wildin'. Nah, real shit though. Get the fuck out my lane, niggas. Same. No, but uh, that shit is crazy though, honestly, because it it does take those moments to have a homie or somebody else, you know, sometimes to be able to let you know, like, yo, like you. You're already dope doing what you're doing. Just do it the way you should be doing. You know, you don't need Hell to change yeah. it up or anything like that. Hell yeah, That's man. That's ill as fuck, man. And, like, after that, like, I just really started taking that shit. I, like, I took more pride in my voice. I used to hate my rap voice. I feel like everybody does. Because hearing that shit played back the first time is awkward. It's the same thing with the podcast, man. I can tell you that right now. Because, I mean, I, I literally had to get used to hearing me and only <laughs> me talk for a long fucking time and you know you got headphones on doing this shit when you first start doing this shit you're just like man i fucking suck i suck uh, yeah. this sucks everything i'm doing sucks but i always feel like artists or anybody doing anything creative they have that bridge to gap where you realize 
you are insecure about your art and what you do, you know? Yeah, it happens to, to everybody. To, yeah, for sure, to a certain degree. You know, like some people might get to that point earlier than other people, and they might be able to release their own shit for other people to hear earlier. Some other people, it takes a while, though. Like, I know people who've been sitting on books of poetry for years, and they've never let anybody read any of that shit. Yeah, you got to eventually let people see it. If you want to, like, be honest, like, on a public level with it, you do eventually got to let people see what you got going on and i feel like if you want to progress also yeah because be- they're gonna tell you you know what i'm saying unfiltered answers exactly things that you need to hear exactly you're not gonna get that constructive criticism unless you're putting it out there for everybody else to yeah. realize what you're doing yeah. other than that it's just gonna be you and your thoughts and your fucking <laughs> shit and of course you you yourself is gonna think you're the dopest thing walking exactly sometimes it do not be that no that's how it be yo yeah everybody just gotta be realist with themselves exactly so getting back into uh into your rapping and shit so after that first that first little string of tracks which you can no longer find on the internet people at home at all it's not happening never He's going to send it to me after this, though. I guarantee you. I might. And then I'll leak it to everybody. I'll let y'all know what's good with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't do that to homie. I wouldn't do that. A mixtape and shit of all my old Oof. horrible Oof. shit. Whenever whenever you, you blow the fuck up, that's when you can release that shit. Somebody's going to find it when I blow up. Either the person that originally recorded it or something, but they're going to leak it. But it is what it is. You still have it, though, right? I don't have it. I had it on an old MacBook. I had all my music on this old-ass MacBook that just eventually just gave out. Oh, so it's potentially gone forever. Hopefully. <laughs> Yo, I feel I that shit. I want anybody to hear that shit. I feel that shit. There's definitely a couple episodes of this shit I don't want anybody to hear. <laughs> That's for damn sure. So after that, where do you move Where do you move on to next from that first project you did? After that, I kind of just stopped taking other people's opinions on like what I should make, and I just started releasing my own music. I went and, and bought a blue microphone. I was working at the time at like this little part-time job, so I went and I got a microphone, a little computer, and I started recording myself. Word. Um, trying to mix my own vocals, like Garage Band shit, or yeah, like Garage Band. So they were coming out the best they could for the quality. Yeah, and they were starting to garner like a little bit of attention, like like 300 plays like just enough from like my kids in school uh, other kids in other schools mm-hmm. and i just started linking with other creatives in orlando and then we just started taking it more serious true that i was gonna say yeah you uh you real linked up with the whole the whole chop center gang and shit yeah those are the the homies for real yeah man that, that's fam as fuck right there I, i've had i've had them in you know a couple times a couple times in this bitch real solid guys man shout out my dude charles weedle yup Otherwise known as Chives Creates. Yeah. Trippyville. Yeah. Shout out my man. I believe it's Seven Theo now. Or Seven Heo, but Top Boy Theo. Y'all know him as Ted. Like, I don't know what to He's, call he, this nigga though, now. Yo, they're all innovators, <laughs> yeah. man. They're all innovators. And they're people who definitely, like, they were one of the first kids that I seen with, like, local kids with videos on Worldstar. Like, kids mm-hmm. that I grew up with, they have videos on Worldstar. They were opening shows up for, like, uh, like uh, what's his name? Um, Young Lean mm. and Riff Raff, Most uh, Big Sean, people like that. So once I seen them do it, it didn't really seem so unreachable because they're kids that came from the same area I did. Like I know they not OD rich kids, but they were just figuring it out. They were hustling to get yep. to 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 put themselves in that position. Most definitely, yeah. 
Theo, I gotta give a shout out to you because my nigga, give a PSA. Some shit every time you change your name, my nigga. Because I need to know how to say your shit, dog. Yo, for real. He's I just so, <laughs> he's so like, yo, that nigga thinks like a thousand years ahead. Like, I know. I love that, man. Yeah, he just, I don't be, like, to me, bro, I, I, the best way I put it is he's like a mad scientist, bro. He's like man dark. He really is, man. From fucking Dexter's laboratory, bro. He that really nigga is. is just mass. He be in a lab. He taught himself everything he know. That's what I'm saying. Ted be plotting, bro. Bro, he be plotting. Everything I've ever seen him did, he learned how to do it like by himself, which is mad impressive. You know what I'm saying? He got tired of paying people for mixes. And it's it's so interesting to see, too, because, you know, him and Kendi are related and all that shit. Yeah. To see Kendi's talent against like ted's talent like yeah. the two of them they're in almost two different worlds but they're both dope as shit at what they do just a talented family in general exactly and that's and that's real dope exactly that they embrace their creative side like that and they do support one another too exactly which I, which I think is incredibly dope that's the beautiful thing like because like the the two of their music you know they sound completely different but they just support the shit out of each other that's how it should be because they know they're both dope so it's yeah. just like, yo we got to ride for our own people you know what i'm saying shout out to both of them man shout Most out, definitely shout out to the whole chive center man they 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 breed a lot of artists shout out to my man's melly melly Ave. he's up and coming you gonna hear a lot of music from him he's dope check, check him out on instagram shout out my boy young sovi he's a younger kid he just dropped a song called dead presidents Go check that out. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that comes through the Chive Center, you know, they family. Like, they family for real. You already know. Yeah. You already know. Yeah, man, it's a it's a beautiful thing going on over there, honestly. I mean, uh, these boys are just fucking, like, consistently putting out shit. Yeah, for real, consistently. I think Ted's plan was to drop 300 songs in a year. Yep. He already had, like, 30-something songs. It's just crazy. But that's just his work ethic, man. I always see him in the studio, man. I'm going to actually take a second to shout out a lot of people that do this shit in the city of Orlando. I want to shout out Landlord, incredible producer. Whew. You know what I'm saying? My dog, Tony Fat. Whew. The only Italian in the game that I know right now that's really on his shit. Whew. Straight up. Young, shout out my man, Flacco. Young Gin out there. My man, Flacco, set the blueprint for a lot of young niggas out here to be doing this shit. Yeah. When you want to talk about rap? Talk about my nigga Flacco. You know what I'm saying? Shout out 458 Keys. Mm. Shout out The Real Ratchet. All, anybody, if you rap it in the city, man, you got my respect. Just off the strength that we got to turn this shit. We got to turn this shit up. Most definitely. For real. And it comes back to that creative support, creative shit too, man. That's how it always goes. Like it, always. It's, it's got to be that way. Because it's enough out here for everybody to eat, man. And if you exactly. really dope, if you really dope and you really out here working, people going to appreciate that. Because why you gonna hate on a nigga trying to legally support his family? Yep. Couldn't be me. I couldn't be out here hating. I ain't got enough time to just be thinking about another nigga mad as fuck. That's what I'm saying, man. He's out here just be fucking doing that bullshit for no fucking reason just to uh, make themselves feel better, basically. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's the only explanation I can come to. Hey, man, I don't know what they be going through. Like, eternally? I don't know. They just... It is what it is. It's some shit with them. It is what it is. So, getting back to uh, all the all the shit that you're doing, I know you did. Uh, I know you did the first little project with Theo. Yeah, deposits one. Shit was ill. Very yeah. ill. Thank you. Thank and you. And the second project with Theo. Deposits, deposits two. Very <laughs> ill. Very ill. Yeah. Shout out to my boy. And then your own little uh, separate project as well. Yeah, I got 
uh, a bunch of shit that's on iTunes right now. I got um, I think it's a hundred nights in the attic, and then I forgot the name of the other tape. I, I don't know, but just go <laughs> type my name in on iTunes and you gonna find it. I be naming so many different projects I forgot what them shits is called. I feel that yo, yeah. I feel that man. That, that's the crazy shit about today, man. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, that shit. If you if you like quality rap, man, if you like good music and you like you you want to hear somebody say some shit that's not the norm, just go check my shit out. If you like it, keep fucking with it. If not, then it's not for you, and you ain't gotta fuck with it. That's all I was gonna say, man. You definitely are bringing that lyrical shit in for sure. I I'm give, trying to. I give you that shit, bro. Like it, you can see. I mean, you can see the difference in in that shit and other people's music too, because. You know, you're you're using all kinds of different beats too. You know, yeah. some shit that sounds new, some shit that sounds a little old, but you're still bringing lyrical flows over all that shit. Yeah. For, for somebody like myself, you know, like that's the kind of shit that I look for. You know, like I do fuck with, you know, like like there's obviously niggas like Playboy. Like you can't deny that shit. You can't like, deny this all vibes. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. It's that that is what it is. But as a nigga who grew up listening to hardcore raps and lines that just make your face just go ooh, like scrunch yeah. up and you're like that nigga said some nasty it's shit like, yeah, it's like a gut punch yes exactly man for like real. for me to still hear that shit over new beats old beats whatever like any way i can hear that shit nigga spitting some real shit i will always flock to that you know what i'm saying yeah i'll always be drawn to that like a moth to the flame so to hear you doing this shit it's very refreshing you know what i'm saying yeah man and i i just try to i just Really, it goes back to the people that are going to be listening to my music. All the people that I got around me, they like that lyrical hip-hop. So if I'm not spitting some shit, they're going to be like, nigga, you making that bullshit. Mm. And and I don't want that. I I want people to respect my shit. I feel that. For real. So what's up next for Gundam Santana? What's on the horizon? I'm working on a project all produced by my man Charles called Babyface Noriega. And really, we just going to turn up. We're going we to make some hip-hop, and hopefully people enjoy it. If they don't, it is what it is, but I'm going to keep doing what I do. Bet. Yeah. You got any shows coming up? Uh, I believe I got a show March 21st. Word. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm, I got to still get the specifics on it, but I know it's a couple of the homies on the bill. I believe Tony Fat's on it. Mm. Uh, my boy Miles High. I think... I think Ted might be on it as well too. Word. But once I get the specifics, I'll post them. Damn the whole gang. Yeah, the whole gang. That's how we usually do it, man. If we do a show, we're gonna be deep. Gang as fuck. Yeah, so all the homies, man. They already know. They already know. Yeah, it really is just a kickback at that point because you just with the homies. Most just definitely vibing. Most definitely. Hell yeah. Well, I'm gonna get into this heat of the week thing real fast. We're gonna listen to a, some tracks and shit. And then we're gonna make moves and slide on out here for a uh, a Monday evening. Facts. Let everybody get on to their to their lives and whatnot. Cause I know I don't know about y'all. I need to get high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh I need God. to smoke some weed. You know what I mean? Oh, everything. Yes, yes, indeed. Let's do this heat of the week thing real fast. We gonna get you, get y'all ready and whatnot. Yeah.
Heat of the week. We doing a damn thing. You already know. I figured it'd only be right. It'd only be right, you know, if we started off Heat of the Week with a track from our fucking guest. Gang. Why wouldn't we, you know what I'm Why saying? Not? So, you know what? I'm going to be nice. I'm going to let this man pick whatever song he wants. I will play whatever song you want these people to hear right now. Shit, play, um, you might as well play that two-tone. Word. I, I got that you. Song. Yes, yes, indeed. First up, Heat of the Week. We got two-tone by the man's Gundam Santana. Yup, yup. You already know what it is. come through real fast and just hit him over the head with some some heat real fast you know knockout yeah you already know him name of the song is two-tone it is the homie gundam santana right here in the studio shout out so if you haven't heard the man already that'll give you an idea of the lyrical shit that's going on because uh yeah yeah man came through with the quick one two that that rampage jackson shit you know tyson rest in peace sean price yo Oh, that's a that's another one right there, man. That's another one. P. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you already know. Next up, Heat of the Week. We got some more local shit for y'all. The homie, your cousin Alex, he just dropped some shit. Dope artist as well. Yes, indeed. Just dropped a new EP called When Love Happens and just dropped a new music video to accompany it as well. Name of the song is called Soup Snakes. Yes. Uh, 
They said the closed minds could never lead to open doors Like standing at the coastline to try to reach the ocean floor And what I'm hoping for is maybe more or less Something abundant that you dedicate devotion towards Something erupted, loving and constructive Sudden with the rush when coming to an abrupt end Just when it started feeling numbing to the touch I adjusted, but trust you could blame it on the cuss I stopped making sense of it, dots reconnected and Plots resurrected and my mind kept spinning Every single sentiment was questioning how I was designed to be divine when the God kept sinning. Everything's your testament. Every single line, curve, breast, smile, and sigh symbolize what is excellent. I pray you stay a while and resurrect the zest because you're heaven sent, probably heaven's best. Yep. Let the boy know. Show him some love. Your cousin Alex. New EP, When Love Happens Out, right now. Go on ahead and peep that shit. Yes, yes, yes. Next up, Heat of the Week, we have another local artist who we just had on last week. She just dropped that single that we teased here on the podcast last week. It is Gina Falcone. name of the song is Best of Me. I'm going to give you all the other little bit that uh, we didn't get to listen to because, you know, we just gave you all that little snippet and whatnot. So, yeah. So forgive me please for what you're about to see Ain't seen me at this degree I'm giving you the best of me And you won't get the best of me And you won't get the best of me Yeah, show, show Gina some love. Lovely little lady. Beautiful voice. That was dope. Song is out on all streaming platforms now. Name the song is Best of Me. She fire. Fire. You can usually catch her performing every Monday night at Loud Gallery for their open mic they got over there off of Orange. Some fire shit over there. Last but not least for Heat of the Week, we were just talking about the man earlier on in this podcast. And he was just so nice to bless everybody with three new tracks this past week. We are indeed talking about the man, West Side Gun. Shout out. 
Yes. To Westside. Name of the song we listening to today is Bubba Gun. Or excuse me, Jesus, Bubba Chuck. My bad, Bubba Gun. God damn it! I'm <laughs> reading this shit in front of me and I can't even read it. Yeah, we listening to Bubba Chuck today out of the three new tracks this man dropped three days in a row last week, which is a blessing for all of us out here. We it is. Love that shit. Yeah, Bubba Chuck. Beat is crazy too. Hey yo, every other second fiend's knocking at the door. All you heard was Valentino screeching on the floor. Hanging out the 458 with the 44. Seen flee out the block, the nigga had a lot, lot. Been in the clip out the Mac 10, my nigga scored more. Floor seats watching LeBron. I left the fourth quarter. Johnny Dang neck, spent the quarter on water. Balenciaga bucket, meet the black time Sawyer. Ten minutes before lockdown, wrapped the Goya. Kiki fucking gook, I'm upstairs, fuck the Toya. Pulled up the middle, bubble check for the Hoyas. Switch, blew his head off, cracked the safe for the lawyer. Finny from the booster, high point with the bula. Make us a lot, but you wanna shoot us next, Druma. Next shot, Joe Duma. Yo, from the three or net, I say time is fashion week, me and Kim Jones, do the chopper, dice game, St. Levant down, put out the whopper, who you be walking on water, I be the opulent, left wrist, right wrist, I better lock the shit, too much chase, I do the roofs up, Ferrari with the roof up, you niggas talk too much, a hundred bricks gotta float up, very smooth. You already know. Classics. Yup. West Side Gun. Name of the song is Bubba Chuck. Released in a little flurry of three tracks this past week. Good shit. That's all I got for y'all peoples today. I have no more music to listen to. That's yeah, it. It was an awesome show, yo. That is it. Ain't shit else for y'all. Ain't shit else. <laughs> I do want to thank the homie, Gundam Santana, for pulling up. Nah, man. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you for, uh, you know what I'm saying, opening me up to your platform that you have and inviting me to, to all the new listeners out there. It's no worries at all. This was a little bit in the making, too. Like we, yeah. we had a we had a date before that we didn't get to work out on. Yeah, man. Unfortunately. And then and then our date yesterday, like it's we were originally supposed to record this on a Sunday. People people know that I usually record on Sundays, but that shit didn't work out. So, you know, we had to had to hit. I did not want to wait another month or two to get this shit done. And I, yeah, was like, man. I was like, fuck that. We're doing it the next night or the night after that. We're, we're just doing it one of those <laughs> nights right after so we can get this shit situated. Hell yeah, man. Yes. Shouts to the man Gundam Santana for pulling through. Please, once again, shout out your social medias where people can find the music. All of that good shit. Gundam Santana on everything. Uh, G-U-N-D-A-M-S-A-N-T-A-N-A. That's on Twitter, Instagram. SoundCloud, any social media app. Yes, indeed. Pete the Man's music, new shit on the way too. That babyface Noriega. Yeah, on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap and on Instagram at the Steez Trap. And with all that good shit aside, we are out for today. 
Y'all take care of each other. Thanks for listening. As always, much peace and love. Thank you.